Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Did you go see Mean Girls over the weekend? I didn't. You I didn't, didn't have a chance to. I really, really planned on it. And then my mom was leaving out of town. There was just so many things to do. Yeah. I didn't. I couldn't get to it. You went to an EDM festival, though. That I did. That. At 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. But you couldn't go see Mean Girls? <laughs> okay, Come on, let's all. research for the show. <laughs> it's not a festival. Let's, no, so okay, let's pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> I wish it was a festival. That would have been cool. A mini festival. You know, it'll, it'll it was club. an hour and a half. Oh, okay, where was it at? Uh, the Rebel Lounge, which is in Phoenix. It's, it's in Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Was it as good as you expected? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, one of our PAs was the DJ, so it was really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, research purposes on Mean Girls this weekend then, huh? I'm, I'm actually we'll hoping see. to go either tomorrow or Friday. Um, we were talking last week on whether Lindsay Lohan had a cameo, and I, and I feel like we would have heard by last Friday if she did have a cameo in it because a lot of people were going to see midnight showings and uh-huh. stuff like that. And I didn't hear a word about her having a cameo in this movie until this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. She earned a $500,000 paycheck cool. for her short little cameo wow. in the Mean Girls movie, which I, I guess explains why she was at the premiere yes. last week. You know, we wondered why she was going to the premiere. She's not in the movie. Um, other than the fact that her original movie was the basis I know, of but this, I mean, movie. this <laughs> w- w- Was this a musical? I mean, it was presumed to be a musical, right? I mean, I'm, was this I don't, a musical? I we haven't heard? It is a musical. It is a musical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I did have a massive weekend, $28 million, uh, which... Uh, Brought in a lot more than its next next biggest debut, which was Beekeeper. Uh, Sixteen point seven million is what it brought wow. in uh, this last weekend. Well, good for them. I do hope. I do hope to add to the the entire week of opening like money. Well, yeah, it'll but... make more money. Yeah, it'll definitely make more yeah. money as uh, these weeks progress. I'm I'm a fan of the original Mean Girls, but yes. I'm just not motivated enough to go see this new one. Why? You know, I don't know. Uh, well, to hear this is a musical, A. I, I hate musicals. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoy musicals. <laughs> I was sitting uh, with my daughter yesterday. She was watching High School Musical. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, they, they act for like maybe 30 seconds and yeah. they break into song. Yeah. And I can't do it. Oh. I can't. I can't do musicals. Find your inner music, m- musician. Mus- music? Something, I don't know. Yeah, it's find there it. somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I, I don't just, know what the word is, but gotta, find it. Just got to <laughs> dig deep. Dig deep. Camel Country 107.9. There is a, a bill that has passed the Senate, and it's on to the legislature. Okay. To ban the photo radar enforcement here in the state of Arizona. Also, the red light cameras. Mm. Apparently, this bill was brought up last year, and the governor vetoed it. I don't know why. Senator Wendy Rogers of Flagstaff says it's a privacy issue. And that it does why? not increase safety. I don't get the privacy issue part of it. I don't. I don't either. 
Fountain Hills Council member Alan Skillicorn says that red light cameras and speed cameras don't work. They are unconstitutional. They are unsafe. They are unnecessary. I don't understand the unconstitutional part. Mm, it's because it could possibly affect the Sixth Amendment. But Which it just depends on how... There's a lot of moving parts, though. Like, yeah. not every situation is the same. What's the Sixth Amendment? The Sixth Amendment guarantees someone a right to... Uh, a fair trial, fair a trial. lawyer, an impartial jury, and oh. and to know who and to know your accuser and what you're being charged with. So wow. if you get flashed and you get a ticket in the mail and they want you to pay it and then on top of that kind of hold your license hostage, like yeah. you can't renew your registration or your license without it, but they don't give you a day in court, then technically there is no innocent until proven guilty yeah. because you didn't get a day in court. Yeah, I, I got that red light ticket up in Washington State, you know, um, and I was driving back to the airport, and I got the little notice in the mail, and it shows three pictures. Shows your car ahead of the white line, shows your car in the middle of the intersection, also shows your uh, license plate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was looking at the picture, but you cannot see who is in that vehicle. If the police officer were to pull you over and you roll down your window, license and registration right then and there, there's proof. And the law enforcement officer is seeing that you were driving that vehicle. Right. These cameras, I can see that that's part of why it would be unconstitutional, too. You can't prove. Right, right. Unless there's a clear photo of I your face, seen, right? Well, and they used to. Like, the last time I got flashed was a long time ago, and there was the one through the dash where you can see the driver clear as day. Are oh, they, they not you, doing that anymore? Were you smiling? No. Oh. <laughs> but is that not no, the case? I, I didn't see it. No, there was no picture of oh, me okay, at all. Because they used to take a picture of, like, the front, back, and, like, the driver. Yeah, I mean, so, that was the state of Washington, but I don't see it being any different here, though. I've never been know. flashed like that. Mm. Yeah, I have in a school yeah. zone at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's a story for another time, but like, I've never had a red light flash me before. Yeah, uh, I mean, you shouldn't be running red lights, first of all, right, right? Right, I can understand these speed enforcement ones in a school zone, just oh, yeah. kind of remind people to slow down when kids are around and stuff. But as far as everywhere else... You know, I could do without them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, they're there for, they were made for a reason. Obviously, we had an issue well, with people running red Okay, lights. so the Mesa Police Chief, Ken Cost, he says that any tool that allows us to be efficient in changing any driving behavior is critical to what we do on a daily basis. Okay. And I mean, Mesa, they're putting this dummy police car around. I, you don't live out there anymore? <laughs> no, but I've seen it. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like this dummy police car. They actually put a dummy in the driver's seat. They just position it on the side of the road just to kind of like, you see it and you slow down, yeah, right? It changes a driver behaving yeah just just put a dummy car out there what, here's an idea cameras. hire more police officers <laughs> that's a way to handle it as well i you like know? that idea but it's on the legislature we'll see i'm sure there's okay. a lot of people that are uh you know would prefer not to have these red light cameras the uh the speeding cameras just have them there as a deterrent yeah just hope that people see it and there's your reminder if they notice it it's a reminder or put a dummy police car with a dummy in the driver's seat <laughs> That'll thwart some behavior a little bit, right? Gunner and Cheyenne. Uh, I want to hit some of these texts coming in, Cheyenne. Okay. Talking about this bill to ban photo radar enforcement here in the state of Arizona. It passed the Senate, moved on to the legislature, and we'll find out what happens there. Uh, One of the senators, Wendy Rogers of Flagstaff, who is uh, behind this bill, she says it's a privacy issue. And we were kind of, you know, discussing in the last segment, like, how is this a privacy issue if it's taking a photo of the back of your car and the license plate? Mm-hmm. But I guess here in the state of Arizona, as Abe said, they, they get you on the front side, too. It's a photo from within your windshield to make sure that and then they, they can prove that you were the driver. Right. ID the driver. I mean, that doesn't make sense. 
I get that. So that 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 then becomes a privacy issue. Uh, text with the four one seven. The car is an extension to your home, so if you have cameras pointing inside your car, it's essentially like having cameras pointed inside your window at at your house. That's the privacy and unreasonable searches and seizures. So it has to deal with the Fourth Amendment. Huh. Interesting. I didn't know that your house was an your car was an extension of your house. So yeah, I didn't know that either. I know you can bundle and save with Progressive. <laughs> but. I've learned so much this morning. Text at the 602. There's a guy back in 2013 or so that drove around with that monkey mask on and wrapped up $9,000 worth of tickets on those things. They couldn't prove it was him and it proved his point of how useless the cameras are. Oh my God. The cameras back in 2013? I yeah. get, I mean, I guess. Oh, they did here. That's about the last time I got flashed. Wow. Just <laughs> Text the 310. You don't have to pay for those tickets because uh, you were not physically served with a ticket and cannot prove it's you. My cousin, who's a cop in Tucson, told me that a long time ago. Uh, I could still pay my registration and everything, and all is fine. Do uh, do with that information as you please. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, passing it along. I mean, I mean, the bottom line, like the Mesa police chief said, you know, is to thwart a little bit, you know, yeah. to get people to slow down and, you know, and obey laws and stuff like that. But, you know, as somebody said, text with the 480, just don't speed. That's it. I th- That's I get- a great idea. Stop running red lights. Don't do not do it. <laughs> That's this pretty much it. And it says the, uh, the, the radar part of it, you have 11 miles per hour grace. So if you're going down Power Road, uh-huh. you know, Power and uh, McKellips, and you blow through that light, you know, at a at over forty five miles an hour. You got up until fifty six miles an hour. You shouldn't be doing fifty six on power. Oh, absolutely not. That is so dangerous. Also, uh, I've been known to do fifty six down power. So. <laughs> All right, stop breaking the law, Cheyenne. Come on. Your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Country 107.9. Unqualified advice for life-changing situations. Hey, you get what you pay for. This is Gunner and Cheyenne's Big Decision. Brian is in Peoria. Brian's got a big decision he is facing today, Cheyenne. Okay. Uh, Brian, what do you got, man? What are you dealing with here? All right. Uh, I've been uh, friends with my buddy, um, 
for a good while now. Uh, we're good friends. And uh, he was dating a girl about eight months ago. Uh, they went out for about five months. Uh, she broke She broke up with him? Yeah, she okay. broke up with in the last couple of weeks, me and her have kind of started to get to know each other. Interesting. And I think it's about time I should let him know, kind of, you know, give him a heads up of what's going on or what might go on. But I'm not sure how to go about that. It's been eight months. Yeah. Does he? Does Brian need to let uh, his buddy know that he's dating uh, his buddy's ex-girlfriend? I mean, is that... For sure. Really? Yeah. He's kind of the dude that kind of falls in love real quick for, you know, several girls. Oh, he's Yeah, he's a sensitive dude, so I don't know if I want to, like, I don't know. He, he, like I said, she broke up with him, so it wasn't kind of like a mutual thing. He All was right. heartbroken. Did she break up with him because of how sensitive he is? <laughs> I'm not sure why we haven't gotten around to that. Nice guys never win, Cheyenne. <laughs> So here's the thing. My my dilemma is uh, she asked me not to say anything. Ooh. She just wants him to kind of find out organically, naturally. Mm. That's not a red flag to you? Uh, a little bit. But uh, like I said, we're just getting to know each other. It's starting to develop into what I think might be something serious. What does your gut say? How do you think your buddy's going to react? I don't think he's going to like it. I think he'll probably tell me not to date her. Mm. But... I don't know. I like her. She likes me. Do you like her enough to possibly lose a friendship? Because I feel like if he doesn't like it and he's going to be asking you not to date her, you're going to have to make the choice. And if your choice is her, is that worth losing a friendship for? At this point, no. But uh, that's kind of why I want to tell him because I think maybe we could have a good relationship, me and her. But I definitely don't want to lose my friendship with him. Right. Why would he say no? Like, what's the, what's the reason? I mean, it's been eight months since uh, they broke up. Yeah, she broke up with him. Does he think there's still hope for him and her or what? Maybe hope. He's, he's the sensitive dude. See, this is what I don't understand about guys. If Brian was a girl, we would know absolutely every angle as to why. Guys don't have conversations with each other. Y'all need to talk more. I mean, I did. <laughs> I was in that situation and I did. So you did have the conversations. I did, yeah. Why don't you guys which, which check guy, on each other? Okay, which guy were you in this conversation? Were you the guy that she broke up with, or were you the guy that was pursuing I the... Was, uh, I was Brian on the phone here. You were the Brian. <laughs> yeah. So how did you handle it? I just had a heart-to-heart with my dude. And what did he say? Like, he didn't want you dating her. I got lucky. In this case, he did not care he whatsoever. Care. Because because he knew that him and her were absolutely nothing. It mm-hmm. was, they tried it for like a month or two. They knew they weren't right for each other, so he didn't care at all. There was no heartstrings involved. Yeah. But it sounds like uh, Brian's buddy here is uh, not on that same wavelength, the same page. Possibly. But he's, he said he is talking to somebody new, so maybe that distraction will be enough mm. to, for him to realize that that old thing from five, eight months ago was nothing. Yeah, you know? but you won't know that unless you have the conversation. So my vote is you have to have the conversation yeah. with him. But what say you, Camel Nation? Have you been in this situation? Do you have some advice coming from experience of your own in this situation? Ooh, I think that's probably the best perspective right now is if you've been through it. Brian is hanging on hold. He's waiting to hear all the reaction that's coming in as to what he should do with this big decision he's facing. But we'd love to hear from you, Camel Nation. You can text us right now at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Brian called in. He's got a little bit of a situation he's dealing with. Yeah, it's a little bit of a pickle. So Brian, and and honestly, it's a pickle that I feel like he put himself in, okay? Brian started (laughs) dating or like seeing his friend's ex-girlfriend. Now, said friend and the ex-girlfriend only dated for five months, and that was eight months 
months ago. And now they're to the point where they need to make a decision and either tell Tom or let Tom figure it out on his own. She wants him to just figure it out on his own while Brian thinks it's respectful to have the conversation with Tom. What do you do? Uh, a lot of texts coming in saying that she's a snake. How? Ah. And what, what is going on that she doesn't want him talking to the friend? Interesting. I texted the 602. Guys have a bro code. You don't do that to a friend without the conversation. Text with the 623. Brian needs to take a step back and wonder why this girl doesn't want him to talk to his buddy about it. That is a huge red flag. I would definitely tell my buddy. Text with the 714. If she can't respect him having that conversation with his buddy, then she ain't worth the friendship, in my opinion. I would honestly, I, I really agree with a lot of these. Text of the 928. You most definitely should be telling him. If you do not do that, he may feel betrayed as you blindsided him. If he's really your friend, he's going to want honesty from you. Letting him find out on his own is a horrible decision. Yeah. I think the girlfriend probably, or the girl probably has a hunch that he's not going to want Brian dating her. Um, so to avoid that, just don't tell him. Let him find out on his own. I would agree with you. I have a sneaking suspicion that she was maybe not the best girlfriend, and there's some there's some things that are going to come out once that conversation is had. Uh, text to the 480. doesn't matter. She's off limits. That's messed up. Any ex of a friend is off limits. Is yeah. that true? Um, Any I, ex of a friend? I've never dated a friend's ex, nor do I what I really want to. Because of many reasons. Yeah. But also, like, respect out of your friendship. Brian is on hold. We're going to get to his, uh, what his plans are going forward here in a moment. Uh, but here's one more. Somebody actually been in this, has been in this situation. Ooh. Text to the 951. Back in high school, my friend dated a girl, and me and her were friends, but I always had a thing for her. They broke up a few months past that. Uh, we got together. We've been married for almost 13 years. Wow. Me and him are no longer friends. So here's the advice. Okay. If he's just a friend that is a friend during business hours, then you can have a com then you can have a conversation if you want, but it's not required. If he's the type of friend that you can call at 3 a.m. and they'll wake up and drop everything to come assist you with whatever the issue is, then have a conversation. But always worry about yourself first in the end. I'm gonna applaud that response because that So it's all based on what type of friend. He is. Yeah. What I think like friend the Tom quality. Is. This is the quality of friendship, not the length of yeah. friendship. Brian, I mean, you heard the reaction coming in from Camel Nation. What is your plan going forward now? I'm going to talk to him about it. What if he says no? No, you can't date her. Don't even look at her. I'm going to try to convince him and be, you know, that's not fair. You're seeing somebody. Uh, I'll come up with something, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But what if he's uh, adamant? What like, if he's adamant? All right. What if he's adamant? He's like, no. <laughs> Worst case scenario. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to be a jerk about it and like just be like, no, because I don't want you to, then that's a different conversation I think me and him will have. It sounds like you at least have a plan and a plan is a good place to start. Yeah, I'm adaptable. So whatever he says, I, I can figure something out. Wow! So love that. This is uh, this is a whole bro code situation. If he's not down for it, you're uh, listen to what he has to say. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good luck to you, Brian. Thank you, Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, I'm sure by now you've heard the story that Alaska Airlines flight that had a piece of the aircraft blow off of the plane, specifically the door plug. The door plug. I don't know what that is, but well, apparently, like it wasn't even an emergency exit door. It was a hidden door underneath, like the material that they use on the outside of the fuselage. Yeah, yeah, it was just a a door plug. You know, I mean, (laughs) I don't know what else to call it other than what they're telling us to call it. Right, it blew off uh, when the plane took off from Portland, and once it blew off, 
I mean, it was an open hole in the side of the airplane. Yeah. Things were getting sucked out of the plane. Phones were flying out of people's hands. The cockpit door got sucked open, but no one got sucked out of their seat. That's, That's impressive. Crazy. That is impressive. Those are some good safety seatbelts. Every single person on that plane landed safely in Portland. Good. I'm sure some were terrified to fly again. Alaska Airlines obviously dealing with a big ordeal. You yeah. know, A, what happened with the plane, canceling flights, putting people on new flights. I mean, there's a lot going on. Well, while all that was going on, Alaska just gave every passenger on that flight $1,500. Oh, wow. For what they went through. Yeah. Sorry about what happened. Here's $1,500. Thank you for flying Alaska. We hope you fly again. That kind of a thing, (laughs) right? Well, there were still some passengers that are planning to sue. They've gotten lawyers and then going to sue Alaska Airlines for the ordeal that they went through. And when I read that, I'm like, when you fly, isn't it like a known risk that something could happen? Like you could die. That plane could go down. Mm -hmm. I would assume that those things cover like natural disasters and things that are out of anybody's control. So like if the plane hits a bird and goes down. Exactly. But because this was a door plug mm-hmm. and it sounds like it was an inspection that was overlooked or something on the mechanical side of yeah. it or, or something, you know, they're, they're still trying to figure out if it's Boeing, if it's Alaska Airlines, who's at fault, if it's the FAA for not having strict enough guidelines on the 737 MAX 900. I mean, there's still that going on. Right. But you didn't die. Yeah, but $1,500 is kind of a drop in the hat when it comes to... I'm sure the the trauma. I'm sure there was a little bit of trauma involved, but again, that goes along with the risk of flying. Mm-hmm. It just is not sitting right that there's people suing Alaska Airlines. I don't. And you I, would, you definitely would. You think I would? <laughs> Absolutely. You have dollar signs in your eyes. I, I don't think I would actively pursue it. I don't think that would be top of mind. But like, I'm going to sue Alaska Airlines to try and get some money. Man. I think if a class action notice came in your in your mailbox, you'd be like. Heck yeah. I'd be just grateful that I'm alive. That I can hug my kids. I mean, I was in like a, it's rare for something like that to ever happen. Yeah. The pilots did their job. They landed that plane. They got you out of that damaged aircraft safely. Mm-hmm. You're alive. Alaska gave you some additional money. Stop. But if it Everybody's came out, so happy, man. But if it came out that it was like negligence or something was overlooked, that would probably change your mindset. It, Especially if you maybe. were on that plane. Yeah. Let that whole investigation play out, then mm-hmm. decide who you're going to sue. I think it does come down to negligence. I would want to know. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you make a decision until you know for sure? Yeah. And the only way to do that is to file a suit and have a full investigation. This doesn't feel right to me. I don't know. It's not a natural act for a thing to pop off like that mid-flight. It's just not. Does this feel right to you? Should these passengers be allowed to sue? Should they just take the money and move on and just be grateful that they're still alive today? You know, I'm kind of curious where you're sitting on this. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, Alaska Airlines gave all the passengers on that flight that had to land back in Portland, you know, the, the door plug that flew off. When they were in the air, and uh, they relanded in Portland, they gave all the passengers fifteen hundred bucks. Now, some of the passengers are still continuing to sue. And my argument, I mean, you didn't die; you landed safely on the ground. They gave you fifteen hundred dollars. Just be happy you're alive. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that statement, but I do also see the justification in their reasoning for suing them. I, I definitely see that as well. I feel like when you buy a plane ticket, it's an assumed risk that. Hey, this plane could go down. Yeah, but also when I buy a plane ticket, it's assumed that my plane is not going to lose a part midair. That's a a good point. (laughs) But hey, they landed safely. The pilots got you on the ground safe. They give you $1,500. 
A lot of people, a lot of texts are coming in at 22108. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying that $1,500 is nowhere near enough. Text at the 602, 15000 per passenger would have been much better. Yeah. I maybe would have not been so sue happy if that were the case. Text at the 603, I'm with Gunner. I am happy I'm alive and I get to hug my kids. People these days are looking for handouts and don't appreciate life itself. Uh, here's one on the other side. Text at the 808, they should absolutely sue. When you buy a plane ticket, it's with the expectation the plane is safe. Mm-hmm. Which somebody pointed out, I do remember hearing this, text of the 623, did you know three pilots had reported a pressurization alert that the plane between the dates of December 7th to January 4th, those when the reports came in were during those dates, and Alaska said that that plane was not allowed to fly over the water to Hawaii, they wanted to leave it over land so that it could safely land in the event that something happened that's a problem See, now, if that is the case and i did hear that, that uh-huh. the, it was with the 737 max 900s which is the plane in question here that they did not want it flying over water so that if something happened there's an airport nearby for them to land. no see now no. if that is true if that's true uh-huh. I can see people suing there. Yeah. Because Alaska, you know, kind of tweaked some policies or whatever, overlooked some things. They knew something was going on. That's why they didn't let it fly to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. But if it's like perfectly safe, passed all inspections, everything was fine, a door plug happened to fly off and this happened. See, that's where I don't have, I, I don't like the idea of suing. I don't know. But- I think that if you were on the plane, I think anyone who was on the plane, physically there would have a very different opinion. I agree. I mean, there's uh, a text of the 520. Uh, There's emotional damage that happens with stuff like that. Trauma, PTSD. It can cause a lot of serious issues having a near-death experience. There is a lot of things that go into that. Yes, I'm 100%. Be happy you're alive. Absolutely. But there is so much more that goes into it. But if there's negligence on the airline's part, Mm -hmm. Boeing, FAA, if they allowed, you know, something to slip through because Alaska asked nicely, you know, I yeah. mean, I, I can understand that. It'll be interesting and, to watch this unfold all yeah. the way. I mean, this is this is just starting. Oh, obviously. yeah. It's so nowhere we'll, near done. Yeah. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. So there's a lot of crazy weather happening in other parts of the country. We're pretty lucky here in uh, the Valley. Yeah. To only have to deal with, what, 30s overnight? Yeah, count our <laughs> blessings because it was like 20 in my hometown. <laughs> but there are still people ordering food delivery. During that extreme weather, should delivery drivers get a bigger tip if they come out to your house in that crazy weather and drop off your food? Yes, absolutely. They should get tipped even more. Yeah. Uh, There's a video making the rounds of a Domino's delivery driver cursing out a guy who ordered pizza Mm -hmm. because he only tipped 20% during a snowstorm. Then he threatens the customer's life as he walks away in the snow. Wow, that's aggressive. Here's this interaction. Here hey, thanks for calling. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> for a shoe dollar tip. You know what? I should have had you guys come to the store. Yeah, good thing I got this on film. Good job losing your job. Domino's driver pissed about a uh, 20% tip. In this weather, well, straight to Domino's. because I picked it here. Yeah, so the delivery driver, you kind of heard the interaction. Yeah. I don't know why the guy at the house is holding it. Oh, maybe it was a blink camera. I don't yeah. know exactly where the video came from. I, I, maybe it is blank the more I think about it. But also, like, don't antagonize him. Like, you could have just let him go and let him have his rant as he walked away. Yeah. I think that we have a really big issue with antagonizing people to get a bigger response. Why? So this guy called Domino's, told them about it. The employee who answered the phone said that that driver already had a few write-ups and would probably get fired. Okay, that's not something so, you tell somebody when they call. Isn't there like a privacy thing going on there? I, just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, stop gossiping. Just take take down the complaint and move on. On these food delivery orders, do you ever put anything in the 
special requests section and like in the delivery notes. Um, other than to please find the right house and make sure that it's the yeah, right you have, Yeah, you have like a house just across the street from you with like the exact same address, yeah. don't you? Yeah, it it's gets crazy. wrong all the time. I have though in the past, um, like when my I put my kids to bed early, I will put on and I like I get myself a treat from like Cold Stone. I'll say, please don't knock. I can see when you're here. Kids are sleeping. <laughs> Like, don't ruin it That's for me. That's funny because somebody, uh, somebody recently uh, put not quietly, I'm supposed to be on a diet <laughs> in the delivery notes. I saw the receipt. I was like, oh my gosh. I've never That's used funny. I've never used the delivery notes. Really? I never have. I mean, so now that I hear you and I, mm-hmm. and I read this, I'm wondering like how, will these delivery drivers listen? Like if I'm, my couch, like my living room is right inside the front door. Right. Like if I were to try this tonight, and put in the delivery notes. Just open the door and hand me my food because I can't stand up or something like that. Would the delivery driver do it? You're just going to be chilling there they, all normal? They seem like, to be listening they... to the notes. I mean, you know? yeah. And they're not delivering in harsh weather, you know? We have beautiful weather. But Can I you would... just open the door and hand it to That's me? That's right. Just hand me the... I, I just can't stand up. I'm sorry. And then we'll see if they actually open the door. You no, you won't. A... You won't want some stranger in your house. You're not going to Like that. I said, I'm right inside the front door. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. If I was driving but, food, I would uh, delivering. I think food, if I anybody's going to feel unsafe, it would be the delivery driver. I don't. I'm going to try it tonight, Cheyenne. No, you're I mean, not. You, you put delivery notes. It worked for you. This person put delivery notes. It worked for them. I'll tip them extra. No bad weather. I'll tip them extra for opening <laughs> the door and handing them my food. I will okay. report back tomorrow, okay. Cheyenne. Let us know how and that I, goes. I will. I will report back tomorrow. <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Gunnar. Yeah. What do you call a guy who is well prepared for anything? <laughs> what do you call a guy who is well prepared for anything? Justin Case! Uh, it's not <laughs> Justin Case! It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Justin Case, it happened. You happens. know what's funny? I had a friend named Justin Case in high school. You're lying. C-A-S-E was his last name. Case. That's cool. Justin That's Case. Justin Case. He was ready for everything, Cheyenne. He was. He was. Cheyenne's dad jokes every weekday morning at about 7.50 here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne. I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine, Cheyenne. Okay. And he was telling me about this date night out that he had with his wife. Aww. They went to Chili's for some baby back ribs. <laughs> Sounds so romantic. Uh, Although a- their margaritas are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the waitress that they had at Chili's called him Hun. Oh, boy. And after they left the restaurant and got back into the car... She gave him an earful, saying that there must have been a certain amount of flirting that got her to call him home. <laughs> and yeah, he did say that she went up and went to the bathroom, uh-huh. but while she was gone in the bathroom, while the wife was in the bathroom, he had no interaction with the waitress whatsoever. What happened to terms of endearment just being cordial terms of endearment? I don't know. I you're, feel like that's such a common like thing to call people. Well, I mean, if you're in a 60s diner, this is chilly, Cheyenne. I still don't, <laughs> I still don't know if that would bother me. Like, it's not abnormal for me to just like willy-nilly call somebody babe. Like, I'm pretty sure I call Abe Pumpkin every time he walks through the door in the morning. It's true. Yeah, yeah I do. You're, you're Good pumpkin. morning, Pumpkin. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Pumpkin, Abe. I and I've also called you babe on multiple occasions. Babe? But it's you call just, me babe? You've never heard me say that? No. Wow, My wife calls me listening. babe. But it's not its not like a romantic thing. It's just a term of endearment. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the waitress saying hun. Uh-huh. I think that waitresses do get flirty to try and get a bigger tip. 
it wasn't one of those like you say, babe, just just on the way. I, she knew what she was doing. Okay. I think the waitress was being flirty in an uh. attempt to get a bigger tip. I think waiters and waitresses kind of know who's going to be paying the tab. So you pay some extra special attention to the person who's got the card, who's going to be signing the receipt at the end of the dinner. Basically the person who's also going to leave the tip. Yeah. I've been to restaurants where the the waitress sits right next to me as I'm sitting across from my wife, and she's just trying to have a conversation as to, what did we do that day? What's going on? Just trying to create that rapport to try and get us a little more comfortable with her which would give her a bigger tip. I feel like that's something that I would do. I could see myself doing that. I think there's something to it. I do. I think right? I think there's something to, to stroking someone's ego for yeah. sure. And I think that's what the waitress was doing here. So has there ever been a situation, be it if you are the customer or you're the server, where it did escalate because of the words of the flirting that was going on in an attempt to get Ooh. a bigger tip. Nothing sly or sneaky in trying to lure him or her away from their <laughs> date. Just, you know, just kind of being flirty to try and yeah. get a bigger tip. And then maybe there's somebody who does not like that flirtatious nature and things kind of escalated a little bit. Oh, boy. Has that situation ever happened to you? 602-894-5653. You can also text us at 22108. And you've never been a server. How I've about never, that? I've never been a server. Lucky you, Cheyenne. Have you? No, <laughs> not in, unless you count me being the, the costume character at Chuck E. Cheese being a server. No, that does I not did count. Because I kind of serve pizza to people. I mean, I worked at Orange Julius, but it's not like I wasn't a restaurant server. <laughs> I haven't worked for tips. I've never had to do that, but I, I give it to you if you're a server. But uh, if you've been in this situation, if you've got a story for us, love to hear from you. 602-894-5653. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, I had a buddy who went out to Chili's for a little date night with his wife, and the waitress called him Hun. My buddy's wife was not a fan of that, Cheyenne. She feels like there was a certain amount of flirting that got her to call him Hun. He's insistent. No. No additional flirting happened there. It's just the word that she used Mm -hmm. in that situation. I wonder if, A, they were either fighting earlier that day and she was already kind of in her feelings, or B, she's got to be, like, that feels like such an insecurity thing to me. Maybe it was her first time in public. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. He took her out for the first, she was a good girl. So they took her out to The waitress (laughs) called him hon. How dare her, dude? I oh, I just think the waitress was being a little flirty, trying to get a little extra tip, mm-hmm. you know, on top of the tip she would already get for providing good service. Maybe she just uses terms of endearment. Maybe the wife didn't pick up on her calling other people, hun. You know? Yeah, I don't it's know. definitely possible. Because like I said, that's something that I would do. I, by nature, call a, a lot of my friends, babe, guys and girls. Have you ever been in a situation where the uh, the server went too far and things escalated? Or maybe you are a server and were part of something that escalated when you were trying to be a little a little more flirty than, uh, than normal to try and earn that extra tip. Dirty. Dirty. <laughs> 602-894-5653 is our phone number. Lindsay is in Phoenix. Now, Lindsay, you are, you're a server. Correct, yeah. So uh, tell us about, uh, you know, the flirting between customers. I mean, is that a thing? Um, and have you ever gotten into trouble? I, I would say in trouble. There are definitely ways people have responded that are different. I mean, I've been a server for over 10 years at this point. You kind of have to like learn to read people. Um, And I've definitely been like a little more flirtatious if I think it's going to get me a bigger tip. I've called people, hun. I've definitely like put my hand on their shoulder if I thought Mm, they'd be okay with that. (laughs) No, it's all like being nice, right? Like there's never anything malicious. 
Um, I've had a couple people leave me their phone numbers, but I don't call. <laughs> oh, boy. <you> know? <laughs> who's, who's leaving your phone numbers? I mean, in the last 10 years, I've had several. Yeah, um, I mean, that makes sense. Only one guy who was on a date, I think. Yeah, but, uh, I was, sure that was He's like, to heck with my date. But it was not <laughs> yeah. going well. It looked like a first date. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one specifically. I mean, if you don't have the chemistry, you don't have the conversation, and you do have the chemistry with your server, I mean, why not pull that ripcord, right, Cheyenne? I mean, it's right there. It's an icebreaker. Shoot your shot. We are the service industry. If you like us more, you will give us more money for our service. So, so for the server to get flirty, it is an attempt to get a bigger tip. But have you ever done anything that kind of almost got you in a little bit of trouble? I mean, I've had, you know, the date at the table give me a glare. Ah. Um, there are a lot of insecure people out there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you come up cute and friendly, uh, there's always going to be someone who's bothered by that like this is a hundred percent on them not on their server okay wow. then. so much drama yeah <laughs> i love how um generic you were with that no no specific instances she's not calling out any customers yep. cheyenne yep. she just left it at there are some very insecure people lizzie's there. a classy lady <laughs> she okay? really is <laughs> she keeps it classy yeah. i also bartend so like i will keep your secret yeah. Oh, hey, love that. Look at her. Well, we appreciate you, Lindsay. Thank you. Absolutely. Have a good one. Camel Country 107.9. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.